Hey, Katie, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Just dandy. How are you? Oh, you know, just getting through some movies. We are in season four. I'm celebrating Tom Hanks. And so I have a movie that I feel like is probably in your top 10 favorites just because I know you as a human. <laughs> and it's a movie I've never seen. It is A League of Their Own. Are you serious? I am very serious. Oh, my God. No, seriously. It's like one of the best movies and absolutely in my top 10. Might be in my top five. Oh, wow. Okay, so I was right. All I know is Tom Hanks, women's baseball, but that's all I got. <laughs> well, you got pretty much the gist of it, um, but no, it's one of those movies, honestly, that I think is just hilarious, um, and it just growing up being like the athletic person that I am and seeing some <laughs> strong females on the screen th that was super cool to me so just the fact that it's this movie it's funny but it also tells a real story I think just makes it like a seriously great film wow okay I'm really excited I just thought it was going to be kind of com like comedy of errors vibe because girls baseball Tom Hanks maybe like Tom Hanks has to teach girls how to play baseball or something but I'm it sounds like I'm very off <laughs> Just a smidge. Just a <laughs> <Okay>. smidge. <laughs> I am very excited. I'm going to go lace up my cleats and hit a home run. How about a grand Baseball. slam? <laughs> Those things. Take me out to the ballgame. Sounds good. Enjoy. Welcome to Jackie Watches Stuff. This is a podcast chronicling my cinematic quest to finally watch the movies I probably should have already seen. And I'm bringing my friends along with me. Katie, I hit my grand slam home run <laughs> baseball thing. I did awesome. it. Woohoo! I'm very awesome. excited. Uh, I'm very excited. I, I was very wrong in my guess that this was a comedy of errors movie. Uh and so I will attempt to recap it in 30 seconds. This very, very in, like interesting and important story <laughs> in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, um, will you will you be my timer? I will be your timer. All right. You let ready? me know when. All and right. Then... I'm going to count you in. Okay. Batter up. Hear that call. The time has come for Jackie to do her recap. Go. Oh my God, that was so stressful. Okay, it's 1943, and to help the war, Mr. Harvey, the Chocolate King, decides that the girls should play baseball, but everyone is basically really sexist, so they make all the this all-American baseball league for girls, and everyone has to wear dresses. It's very weird. Tom Hanks is the coach, but also a drunk and, like, the worst, but the idea doesn't go super well, and the ladies find out that it's bombing, so they start doing really dumb girl stuff, like offering free kisses and doing splits and stuff, and Marla gets married. That's a whole side thing. And then suddenly everybody loves baseball, and Kit continues to feel left out the entire movie because Dottie's perfect, and Dottie has this moment where she wants to give up baseball. Oh, there was so much going on, Katie. <laughs> you were so there close. So... There was a lot I going on. I should have, like, I really should have cut out the fact that Marla got married. But I that was a thing. That's really a important, thing. though. That's... It was a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. This this movie was so very interesting. Um, and, I mean, my first my first, I guess, talking point about this film was I, I didn't really know that this was 
a real story, admittedly. And I'm very ashamed to say that. I had to like, I had to go look up and realize like, oh, wow, this is more truth than like fiction and movie magic. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I don't know, and maybe you do, is what was really kind of jarring to me was when the women all realize like, oh, nobody's coming to our games. You know, clearly nobody likes watching this. They're getting teased like, oh, girls can't play. When are you going back to the kitchen? And then Dottie's split suddenly launches women's baseball. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was just like to move the, the story along a little bit. Right. Um, but then they show this montage that feels more like underdog training like all of it it feels like I just watched the Mighty Ducks recently like it felt like that (laughs) like oh we suddenly have chemistry now we're good and it's like no these girls were really good the whole time right Dottie's split didn't like make them better so it was (laughs) it was very it was interesting I get that no I definitely get uh where you're coming from as far as like you had mentioned in your 30 seconds like really girly stuff that's kind of annoying Mm -hmm. um I uh I don't understand why a split would kind of do that um i don't know i i kind of agree with you that maybe it was to get the story going um maybe they could have done it a little different um but actually you bring up kind of a point at that part in the movie one of the things that like really annoys me is that ellen sue the pitcher says Mm -hmm people better start showing up if we don't have it's something like we don't have fans we don't have a league and then they're like oh yeah but then ira comes in and he's like if people don't come you won't have a league and they're like oh my god really (laughs) (laughs) i didn't notice that like continuity error but that's so right like he was threatening them but then advocating for them later too which was so weird but yeah they it was so funny that these women not even funny. That's the wrong word. It was so interesting that these women were so deeply passionate about making this thing succeed. Mm-hmm. When at the beginning, it just kind of felt like, oh, this is what you have to do for the war now because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of the kitchen, bring your kid to work day yeah. like, kind of thing. I think that if one of them really kind of came forward as the like, no, I'm doing this for me. I think that was Kit. Um, like mm-hmm. right from the beginning, Dottie's like, no, I'm not going to go. Um, and Kit's like, I'm ready. I'm ready right now. I'll show you yeah. some pitches. And, um, she's like, I got to get out of here. So I think it was kind of interesting to see the differences. Like, like you were saying, one mm-hmm. is like, nope, I got to stay here. I'm married. And the other one is mm-hmm. just like, nope, let's push women forward and do this thing. Yeah. But we're like, it wasn't even like a yay women's rights. It was like your objects. You and need we to are do going this for to... the men, right? Yep. This is for the men. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole—I don't know how real this was. I mean, I know through researching this film that this idea of these women needed to not only be athletic and good, but they had to be classy Ugh. and look a certain way. Right. And they really drove that home with Kit's whole storyline even when they do that commercial and they introduce all the players and they're like oh yeah and kit <laughs> like it felt very and peggy uh, a la hamilton right yes. like it was like and kit <laughs> like kit's just here it's her kid here's dotty yeah it's dotty's beautiful oh and my gosh gorgeous in every way <laughs> yeah and like marla is not a hideous looking human no. by any means <laughs> 
like at all. I don't understand. They but they made her like hunch her shoulders and called it a day, which she was very very funny. I she, I really like the way she played she that played character. A, yeah, a really good role for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What was so? This is one of your top five favorites. Yeah. Like, what are some of your your big highlights? So the biggest thing that always comes to my mind, and we might be jumping the gun a little bit, but it's it's the ending. So if if you want to okay. go, you know, back to front, I'm cool. If you are, yeah, it's good. Let's bounce All around. Right, cool. So I have seen this movie a whole lot. That's why I saw that silly continuity error. Um, but one of the things that I have spent many a night uh, maybe indulging in some beverages, maybe at a fire, talking to a bunch of people, and we talk about the last play of the World Series when Kit hits the ball and um, mm-hmm. she hits that high one and then she runs into Dottie at home plate and then she drops the ball. <laughs> dun dun dun. I know. I have gotten into like arguments with people. Not necessarily me. They oh, no. kind of get angry. I just kind of <laughs> poke the bear. You're but... the pleasant one in this. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> um but no, it's, you know, did she drop it on purpose? And um, did she really want to win? Did she want to let Kit win? Oh, my God, what happened? And they don't they don't tell you in the film. No. They, they mm-hmm. leave that up to you. Yep. So I have to ask then, what is your theory? Because I have a theory and I'm nervous that if it's not the theory that you have, <laughs> this podcast might be over very fast. <laughs> don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um, I think that she I don't I think Dottie played the game she played her heart out and she did not deliberately drop the ball I think that happened um I I think that's just how the play went um but I also I think that it's heartbreaking to lose a game like that but also she I think had this like happiness for her sister and like wow look at what she's doing Mm -hmm. um but that's kind of my theory she did not do it on purpose um but they're not specific enough (laughs) yeah no way i would love a sequel just to solve this and that's all i need Mm -hmm. like a two-minute sequel um i actually agree i when i first watched it well first of all i had to turn to my boyfriend to confirm baseball rules and be like wouldn't she be out anyway because she got hit (laughs) Like, he's like, yeah, but that's not the point. Um, Because, like, she's holding the ball, and I don't know the technical rules of, like, if the ball has to touch Kit or if Dottie holding the ball, touching Kit counts or or whatever. Um, It was a different time. They were in, like, dresses. But (laughs) in any case, I do also believe that she did not do that on purpose. But I also think that, like you said, Dottie wasn't mad about it. Like, she isn't a quitter. That's why she came back. She's not a quitter. I mean, she wanted to show uh, – I'm just going to call him Tom Hanks because I can't remember his <laughs> name in this movie. Jimmy um, you Jimmy, thank you. I was going to say John. I'm like, that's not right. Um, he was going to show – she wanted to show Jimmy, like, I'm here to play. I'm not a quitter. Right. Um, but still, I don't know. It just was such a dramatic, like, eh, uh, like she hit the ground. It just sadly fell out of her yeah. hand. Well, that's what I don't like about it is just the slow motion of it. Like, I know that it's slow motion. But 
it's still, it's, it's difficult to watch. I'm like, her fingers just look so dainty and that's not baseball. And, but I, I know that it's just slow motion. It just makes me mad. It makes me a little mad. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they filmed it like in slow motion, like, okay, now we're going to shoot your hand right now in slow motion. So please like let go of the ball or just made her do the slow motion. (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, it, well, it's anyone so who believes differently. Oof. Oh, I'll I was going to say, Katie them. will come fight you. Right? Watch out. <laughs> he will come find you. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. So one of my things that I really want to talk about was, and again, this was 1943, but the blatant sexism that it's was just- gross. I don't even want to say sprinkled across this film, like smeared across this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, was so sad and frustrating. Uh, if I like had to name every time that there was sexism, this podcast would be three hours long. Um, I mean, I'm like, game for it, but I get you. Oh my god, the highlight, the stand, the highlights. I'm saying it like it's a good thing. The great parts about sexism, um, the standout moments to me rather, is when the recruiter basically to Kit is like. Yeah, no, you have to be hotter. Like you, you can't. You're not hot enough. Which, granted, when your sister is Dottie, aka Gina Davis, mm, you, right. no one is hot compared to her. Like no one. <laughs> like super sorry. Um, and then he doesn't take the really, really good girl when they make the pit stop and they go see her play, and she can bat lefty and righty, or she's right-handed or left hand I don't know whatever she can bat both ways she's ambidextrous uh but because she's not pretty they don't take her and then this killed me the father comes to the recruiter and is like I'm so sorry her face is fucked up that's on me <laughs> what Katie at least he what? like took the blame I'm just he's kidding. like oh I'm so sorry that's my bad like what the fuck like I sure hope that my dad has never apologized for anything. How ugly you are. You are oh not God. ugly at all. I mean, the only thing he has to apologize for is I got his thick curly hair that like frizzes in any sort of humidity. Like that I will accept an apology for. But like, come on. No, I get you. No, it, oh. it's it's hard to watch. And just like you said, it's it's real life. It ha- It's something that happened and it's not really something that they could gloss over but seeing it now seeing it especially in like 2021 it just it oh it just kind of makes you mad oh yeah it I would hope that when it came out when did this come out uh, 92 90s? I think early 90s yeah I would hope 90s. people would still be mad watching it but yeah 2021 it's like a lot has happened <laughs> since right. this film came out exactly. but again it was depicting 1943 like a very accurate portrayal of why this all-american girl baseball league was created in the first place like Mm -hmm. you're doing it for the men and we're going to put you in these weird dress outfits yeah have fun actually that makes me think of one other specific time um when they actually first introduce like but girls playing baseball so in that section there they're talking about oh and the women are you know, leaving the the house and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. But then they say, and here are the men saying something like, um, watch out, Mr. Hitler, here we come. And I'm like, why are you being so polite to Hitler? Yeah, like, like come <laughs> that's on. kind of frustrating. <laughs> like, there is someone is the bad guy here, and it's not women. It's not hint. women, no. <laughs> Major hint. I mean, Hitler was not really a good guy. So we could, no, like, not stellar. Kind of- <laughs> 
<laughs> not stellar. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, yeah this was, was it was just a lot of sexism no, across I totally, the board. No, I totally totally get that. But we've come a long way. We in have. 2021. We I mean, have. like I should have researched. Well, you you are a softball player. That's also why I that wanted to true. have you talk to me about this film. Yep. Um and I know there's a lot of stellar female athletes that kick ass in this game. So, suck it, 1943. <laughs> Look Absolutely. where we are now. And eventually they all saw like how great they were and you know people were there and um Ira you had mentioned this before he like really advocated for them Mm -hmm. um and he says specifically like I sold your product when there was no product and he Mm -hmm. just he wanted to fight for them and um that was a cool turning point for one specific character yeah. And a very surprising one, again, given the times mm-hmm. that he wasn't, he was actually, mm, I don't want to give him too much credit, but basically saying like, <laughs> no, these women deserve to play like right. they're, they're athletes. Um, it's not just about the war. Right. And then, uh, then the beautiful line about, oh, well, we have to send the women back to the kitchen. Ah. Oh, oh, yeah. That is the worst. Me mad. And then it's like, what are we going to send the men coming back from war back to the kitchen? I'm sorry. Fuck you. you. If you can shoot a gun, you can make a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) That one got me. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Am I right? No, you're not wrong at all. You're absolutely (laughs) right. (laughs) I don't know if it would be a good sandwich, but I think you can make a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, you just got to be careful, but you could probably do it. Uh, so what else you got on this movie, Katie? <laughs> um, so there's a lot of different spots where I'm like, oh, this is great. And then others, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? How could you do that? And one of those things is right after tryouts when it's, you know, oh, the 64 girls, they're picked. And it's that stupid manager for Racine. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, okay, girls, go go check your name. It's going to be on one of these five lists. Um, you can see Kit is like first in line to find her name. Mm-hmm. And she finds her name. And then she runs over to Dottie. And she's like, I'm a peach. Mm-hmm. And Dottie never checked for her name. Why did Dottie never <gasps> check for her name? What? Right? Maybe she just assumed because she's gorgeous. Well, I mean, she is gorgeous and all that, but like, don't assume because you know what happens. <laughs> That's such a funny catch, Katie. I, I like. I find really I'm weird catches. <laughs> I'm very impressed by the catch. Also, yeah, well, what Kit happens was just when you watch it so 500 pumped. times? <laughs> I was going to say, is this like your 6,000th viewing well, of it? Probably. <laughs> when was the, aside from in anticipation Ooh. of talking about the show or talking about this movie with me. Yes. When when was the last time you saw this film? Um, I watch it every time it's like on TV. So I mm-hmm. haven't necessarily, I don't know the last time I watched it from start to finish. Um, but probably around Christmas time, I was probably at my parents and it was on. <laughs> so we watched it because that's what me and my dad do. <laughs> I love that. And then my mom gets mad because we talk in movie quotes. <laughs> That's what I do with my dad. I know, I right? I love it. It's fun. What's your best, what's your favorite quote from this film that I have to ask? Oh, I did not come prepared for that. A lot just, of, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I don't know if I could pull a quote. Yeah. I'm only asking you because I know you've seen no, this film many times. No, you're good. 
Well, there's the iconic, there's no crying in baseball. Yes. Another, my actual favorite, Jimmy Dugan. I think I have a favorite quote for each person. Uh, (laughs) Jimmy Dugan's quote is um, when he tells the umpire that he looks like a penis with a little hat on. Because it's just fantastic. fantastic. (laughs) That was a very funny moment. That was very funny. But I think that like the best lines actually come from John Lovitz's character. I, he played he was in very a, funny. Wasn't he? I, he was very funny. I don't think he gets enough credit for his role in in the movie. And all of his comments are sexist. Like, I get yes, that. every single one. But at the same time, the way that he presents it is hilarious. Oh, he's good. When he screams at the cow, that <laughs> killed me. That was so funny. I know. Oh, my God. That was so funny. It's a great, great, great scene. I love it all. Wow. Well, I <laughs> will have to watch it over and over to pull some really solid quotes. But yeah, the the no crawling in baseball was a film or was a quote that I have heard many, many times, unsurprisingly, because I think everybody says that. I did not realize it was going to be this movie. So I'm very excited to uncover <laughs> a new, another gem. Some Once in a million times, I get to find a cultural quote or something that people say all the time. I'm like, oh, that's this movie. And so I'm very excited that I've now watched this film. So I I get get to check the box. Check that box. Absolutely. (laughs) I wanted to reflect on the scene where they're on the bus home from one of the games. And it's I think it's like one of the only well, we see them on the bus a couple times. Mm -hmm. We see them when they make the driver really upset but um not this scene (laughs) um the next time we see them on the bus where it's a little more mellow um and things are going a little bit better for all of them and it's just like really everything's really sweet and this is not that we don't get character development but this is like a lot of character development happening on this bus ride right like you've got may teaching shirley how to read killed me in Mm -hmm. the back where she's reading a a romance novel oh yes grab it that's another great 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 line grab it her yeah grab it (laughs) uh first of all i should mention may was my favorite character in this whole film i am sorry she kills me great character absolutely so good it took me a second because as i was watching it my boyfriend's like do you know who that is i'm like i i don't know i'm like looking at her i'm like I can't tell. I really could not tell. I don't know if it was because I was far away from the TV or what, <laughs> but I was like, and he's he gave me some hints. I'm like, no way. I could not believe that that was Madonna. That I mean, yeah, I see it, obviously, but it course, took me a right. while to get there. Like, I was really surprised. And so she did great. And then, of course, at the end of the film, when she's all, like, done up in normal May clothes, because mm-hmm. we don't really see them in their street clothes ever. Right. Uh, it's like, oh, I see Madonna. Like, Madonna is on my screen now. <laughs> like, this is this is what happened, is happening. But I think she plays – I don't know much about Madonna's personality, but I feel like May and Madonna are very close to each other. I could see that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Totally mm-hmm. agree. Uh, but that whole scene where they're on the bus was darling. The, but the moment where Doris, Rosie O'Donnell, like give it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> for Rosie O'Donnell in this role. Love her. So good. But she like really to me kind of – in this moment where she explains her – is it her husband or her boyfriend? Her, her boyfriend. boyfriend. Like talking about him just being stupid and ugly and treats her poorly, but Charlie, because she's yes. not pretty, yeah. that's what she'll all she'll get. It's like that is almost a theme of this film mm-hmm. is 
you have to be very, very pretty and very talented or else you're nothing. And it's, it was so sad to me. I, I, hmm, no, I I totally, totally get you. And then she turns, she turns that around Mm -hmm. and she says like something along the lines of, um, like people thought that I was a weird girl or not even a girl just because I could play. And then she's like, but I think, look at us. I think we're all, all right. Um, and like, oh, you're going to make me cry just thinking about it. Doesn't take much to make me cry though. (laughs) Um, but no, it's, I I think that she, I think that she was a great person to have those lines and like play that role. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, they kind of drag that theme through the film in ways like Marla, for example, you know, she's this not great looking girl they weren't going to take her because she wasn't pretty enough Mm -hmm. but then when she's in the bar and she's singing oh my gosh (laughs) to this to this guy who's like quote a dweeb right Nelson yeah Nelson you know his name is Nelson (laughs) um you know we have a like weird quirky I don't want to say ugly because that's weird but like you know portraying weird quirky ugly girl oh, of course, falls in love and they and dates weird, quirky, quote, ugly boy. Like, ooh, I don't love that plot line. Um, and truly, like, a lot of these women were very – they were very, very pretty, but they, like, also were average. And average is great. Like, average in a good way, not in a bad way. Like, and so, I don't know. But uh, Doris did get fans at the end. She, she, got, she got fanboys. Yeah. Again, we follow the dweeby <laughs> – with the glasses. Like, and, yeah, yeah, they're adorable. But again, why couldn't we just have we love really you, hot guys? I get you. I totally. <laughs> so. Well, well, I mean, then we go to Dottie and her husband, like Bill Pullman. He's exactly. Handsome. But she's, uh, she's a hottie. She's the queen of yeah. diamonds. It's like, well, yeah. Like she's dating a, or not even dating, married a yeah. super, super attractive <laughs> military guy. That's just how the world works sometimes. <laughs> No, I totally get you. I get you. Well, one of the things that I also wanted to kind of bring up was, you don't remember his name, but Jimmy. Jimmy. I knew. I said that. that. (laughs) Um, He was an asshole, an absolute asshole, the absolute worst to quote you in your 30 second recap. (laughs) Um, But I really liked his maybe it's because I you know saw it when I was six years old and yada yada but I really liked how he changed throughout the movie so he's this drunk asshole and Mm -hmm. he's asked straight up if he's still a lush or whatever um and he's like yeah just because I can't afford it and but throughout the whole movie he just kind of he just changes a little bit at a time um very slowly (laughs) very slowly um but but towards the end and he's doing this prayer for them and um I don't know I just I kind of like his change and I like that it wasn't just all of a sudden I don't think that would have worked with the movie because like you were saying the theme of the throughout the entire thing was like oh it's these women and oh you need to be pretty and you need to be this, you know? Yeah, I'm actually really glad that he wasn't 
the main character going into this film I thought he was going to be mm-hmm. and while he is a strong character like this isn't about his transformation while he still has it mm-hmm. like throughout the film it's not about him which is very nice because it would be just icing on the sexism cake if we had <laughs> a movie about this all-American girls baseball league because women have to serve men while they're in the war and the way we film it is through basically following this dude's journey yeah <laughs> like, mm. no, no, and no. so yeah it it was a really interesting plot line to include mm-hmm. really because I don't know if it like I'm trying to think if this if this movie would be the same if Jimmy Dugan wasn't a drunk and he was just a really good baseball player and maybe turned off to the idea that women can't play baseball and then comes around but instead we just make him a total <laughs> total bum. asshole. Yeah. Oh my god. Total asshole. Oh, it's, it's really interesting. It is. I totally so agree with that. Well, one of the um the things right at the beginning of him as a character it breaks my heart i told you this movie makes me cry too um when he he comes in and he's peeing in the sink or whatever which is just hilarious (laughs) um but then he rips up betty spaghetti's uh the baseball card oh my god what an asshole i wanted to like punch him in the face i like betty spaghetti got the worst the worst cut like ever because Seriously. not only did she was she so heartbroken and terrified because this very special baseball card that was is her husband's like that she's like nothing can happen to this mm-hmm. like this is a huge deal it gets ripped up by the guy on it so at that point it's like jimmy dugan touched it <laughs> like is that cool here's some confetti here you go um but then he ends up dying i know oh, oh my god. god it oh breaks your heart but that so kind sad. of it is super sad and that <laughs> this is a terrible way to look at it and i'm justifying him so you can tell me to stop but oh no <laughs> <laughs> when he so after they find out that you know george died and he helps her up and gives her a big hug and and whatever he's consoling her <laughs> i mean yeah. if he were a real asshole he wouldn't do that but he did do it so he gets a couple points back yeah he well he ripped it to be fair i will also i will also support him to be fair he ripped it up when he was in total drunk asshole mode (laughs) and then he consoled her when he was in i'm not so much an asshole because Dottie had me drink a coke on the bus (laughs) mode so you know it like yeah like we all can improve as proven by tom hanks in this film as jimmy dugan agree and maybe he's drinking now i don't know (laughs) but i will say when i saw at well at the end when they have the hall of fame and Mm -hmm. old dotty sees that he died like oh that's sad it is sad a lot of people died so many i didn't do the math i should have done it on jimmy dugan's uh, what age he was when he died because he's they seem to play it as though he was not that old like he he was roughly the same age as these women maybe right. a couple years older like not so much older that he might be dead but well you, know. you want to hear what a dork I am I know what oh, the no. years are <laughs> oh tell me he was born in 1906 okay and I he died in 1987 and I only know that because I was born in 1987 and I remember seeing it and being like, that's my birthday. <laughs> I, I love that. 
<laughs> so much. Big dork right here. So that's 80, 80-ish years. So he's like mm-hmm. 80 years old. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's that's a pretty long-lived life. Yeah. So For being a drunk asshole. Apparently these women were very young. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. probably why he died a little earlier. Can't drink that much. Oh no, gosh. I, I, yeah, I just, I just really love him. Just love him. Not when he's I'm an asshole. I'm proud of him. Yes. <laughs> I say, yeah. You grew. Asshole Jimmy, we don't like. Right. He, no. He turned it around. He and then he decided did. to stay and Dottie kind of bounced and <laughs> he was like, bye, Kit. See ya. Well, can we talk about that too? Because that's huge. Yeah. Um, what the fuck, Dottie? Your husband comes home and you leave the next day? Come on. Yep. She's like, bye, I'm out. Also, I I have to drive because my husband's foot is broken. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, women empowerment. Those damn snipers. Yep. Oh, my Uh, gosh. Yeah. But I do like that she drove. It was great. I actually was (laughs) jarred slightly when I saw her get behind the wheel, which is sad for me, truly. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, she's driving. And I was like, oh, duh, because his foot got shot. That was a whole point (laughs) that I fully remember. Um, But, yeah, it it was interesting just to think about the times. I mean, we are so spoiled in this day and age where everybody is a phone call or now a video chat away. Mm -hmm. But to think of like Kit getting on a bus to go be a a baseball player and saying goodbye to her sister who she's been side by side with her entire life and to be like, okay, see ya, I guess, like, and and not really know when you're going to communicate next or or how you're going to see each other next. Like, that's a really... It's something that I haven't had to experience a lot because we are blessed or, with the internet. Yes, and that internet thing. that That's a cool crazy. cool piece of technology there. Could you imagine a league of their own two set in 2021? <laughs> <laughs> um, Who would be on the field to support healthcare workers right now? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. That's a really good, a good thought. <laughs> I will have to think about it. I'll try to find someone. Yeah, for sure. Because I can't come up with anyone right now. Maybe maybe just Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Not as Jimmy Dugan. Well, no, he had no, the COVID, so. Yeah, he did. And yeah. now I guess, I mean, he's fine. So, yeah. you know, Gotta watch Tom out Hanks, for that. <laughs> let me know. I'll coordinate it. Uh, Tom <laughs> Hanks, actually, he, he made it through a lot, right? He had this Wilson thing or whatever. Wasn't he like a castaway or something? He was in Castaway, but I guess he hasn't seen that movie yet. <laughs> oh, my bad. Spoiler. <laughs> I do know about Wilson. I do know about Wilson. That will be a future episode, so stay tuned. You got it. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, all things considered, um, if Tom Hanks comes back, I think I would want Gina Davis to come back. And I can't remember the actress that played Kit, and I feel terrible, but I want them all to come back. And Rosie O'Donnell, because I just, the like, these, I feel like, not that, I don't know how these actresses felt all together on set all the time, but like, this was a very, this was a very cute movie. And so that ending for me, when Dottie had to say goodbye and Kit says goodbye, it's like, Kit's off to go like find a new family Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, we're some of the girls. We're gonna stay. We're gonna find jobs. Mm-hmm. I really like it here." Um, she's like blossoming, and she's like doing her own thing instead of living in her sister's shadow. Um, mm-hmm. And as a big sister myself, I would mm-hmm. never 
hope that I casted a shadow on my sisters, <laughs> but maybe I did. I don't know. Um, so if either of them want to like build themselves up and be like, peace, I'm out of here and do something pretty awesome. They both have, but yeah. like how awesome for that, for, for Dottie to see that, you mm-hmm. know, and like how awesome yeah. for Kit to actually do that. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I will rant about being an older sister as one as well. Um, it's And not every older sister is like this, but I think sometimes younger sisters get put in the shadow of the older sister by everyone else just mm-hmm. because they are younger. And I don't know, I'm going to sound real arrogant right now, but I, like you, hope I wasn't doing anything to create a shadow like Mm -hmm. I I was just I was just doing me and I feel really bad sometimes when when my younger sister got shoved like oh (laughs) you have to be like Jackie and it's like well why like just because I'm older that's not that's not fair and so I think I personally think that Kit did that to herself I think Kit all of Kit's complaints about like you're the golden girl and you're perfect in every way like those are definitely valid yeah but like Kit you also you're letting it happen exactly and like you you could have done anything else and I mean what what does stink is Dottie was getting invited to join the league and Kit wasn't and Mm -hmm. so Dottie did quote get her in but now thankfully she's like blossoming on her own she's now a Racine girl Mm -hmm. like yeah and and I think that was important for like her character development was to not be on the same team yeah, absolutely. Um, but that also leads me to another one of my favorite quotes, because now you just have my mind just wandering. Um, <laughs> it's at the very beginning when she's like, this is our daughter, Dottie. This is our other daughter, Dottie's sister. Like, <laughs> I just, I had to throw it in there because it's, it's true. <laughs> it is. Oh my God, it is. It's, and I feel bad. I know my my family listens to the show. Super sorry, family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my bad. Oh, and I called out my mom and my dad and my sisters. I guess I should also say, what up, bro? (laughs) Oh, hey, brother. We don't talk about you, though, because sexism. We're talking about (laughs) ladies today. (laughs) Go ladies. Woo! Go ladies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, let's take a short break, and then we will come back with some fast facts about this movie. Awesome. I dig it. Hey everyone, it's the seventh inning stretch and I need to thank our academy level and above supporters on Patreon, Ebru, Lindsay, Logan, Donna, Tom, Hannah, Mick, Paul, Missy, Bree, Jarrett, and Linda. Thank you so much for your generous support of this show. We could not do it without you. If you want a really cool shout out and awesome bonus stuff, head over to patreon.com slash Jackie Watches Stuff. You can find all these great things, early access to episodes, great behind the scenes stuff, and of course, some exclusive Patreon content. Have you ever wanted a mug that says, have you considered therapy? Have you wanted a t-shirt with the Jackie Watches Stuff logo on it? It's possible. Head to our show notes and you'll find a link to our merch store. This is a great way to support our show and get some cool stuff in return. Jackie Watches Stuff is found pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts or at JackieWatchesStuff.com. And finally, don't forget, follow us on Twitter. We're at Jackie Watches. We're also on Facebook. Just search Jackie Watches Stuff. All right, back to the show. 
Awesome. We are back. We have some fast facts. Katie, would you like to start with your favorite movie fast facts? Well, let's bring it on. So first one is those scenes at the beginning and the end that they do at the the Hall of Fame. That Mm -hmm. field that they play on is called Double Day Field. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, that's actually at like the Hall of Fame. It's and they call it the home of baseball. I don't know if you knew that, but like they oh, is this in, they filmed on location in Cooperstown. In Cooperstown, I know about Cooperstown. I used to live close to Cooperstown, no so I know way. a little bit more about baseball. Yay! I never got the chance to visit, though. Very oh, sad. You gotta go. But now through this movie, I have seen a little bit into it. That's very cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yep. So they filmed right there. Um, so and you can go like anytime and well, maybe not right now, but they do play games there like all the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, there's also a really cool brewery out there called Oma Gang. If oh, anyone is visiting. Yes. Well, I went to Oneonta, which also, sorry, another quick fun fact, Bill Pullman <laughs> graduated from Oneonta. Look at the connection. I love it. I mean, I sh- this is just perfect. Can- can you call him and see if he'll come on the show and we oh, can talk yeah. about this movie? No problem. He'll just like <laughs> jump in the helicopter and come right over. Yeah, I love it. Okay, great. Well, we'll have uh, we'll have Bill Pullman on next time. Very exciting. <laughs> so my fun, my first fun fact is about the story itself, which we already disclosed was based on a very, very true story of the All American Girls Professional Baseball League, which was way too long of an acronym in my opinion, but we tried. <laughs> I agree. Um, But what I didn't know, and I'm sure many people do know this, but I thought it was really interesting when I found this fact, is that instead of the chocolate man, we had Wrigley, like Wrigley's gum man. And I was like, oh, damn, this is is a very true-to-life story that's going on. (laughs) Yeah, that's super cool, Um, the Wrigley thing, because they played right at Chicago, or that's where they had the tryouts or whatever. Yeah. Which I've got a fact for you about the tryouts. Uh, well, I don't know if I can wait. So okay. can I get that? <laughs> so <laughs> at the tryouts, there were like two 2,000-ish women came out to audition. They auditioned over in California for these, these roles of like the different baseball players on all the teams. Mm-hmm. And they had to do the baseball part of the audition before they did the acting part. Which, which I think is – smart like that makes sense yeah Yeah. and so you couldn't read for the director um (laughs) unless you throw a ball basically could throw a ball and the only (laughs) unsurprising to no one the only person who did not have to do this was gina davis oh no way you know why because she's the queen of diamonds because she's the queen of diamonds and she is stunning and marcia 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 dotty 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 (laughs) like she's perfect in every way so that's my fun that's a good fun fact Mm-hmm. It makes me want to try out for a baseball movie now. I could totally oh, do you, that. You caught, you so could. <laughs> and then you have to learn how to act after that. Oh, uh, like, yeah. You don't even need to learn how to act now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, meh, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but that kind of leads me into my next fun fact. And mm-hmm. after tryouts, when they were all like practicing and stuff, I learned that to slide, like to learn how to slide, they use the slip and slide. Yeah, which um, I did as a player for like a hot second. We were at camp and um, that's a really good way to like bruise your ass because you just kind of fall down. (laughs) 
I have like fear slip and slides. Yeah. I hate them. No, they are not cool. Um, unless you're, you know, trying not to actually slide, but they had to stop using that to teach them how to slide because three of the girls got concussion, which is what? not funny I... at all. <laughs> oh my God. That's not an it's injury not... I thought you were going to say. I know. Yeah. They got concussions. Like how terrible. They really weren't doing it right. Like, oh my really gosh. Sad. No. No. I mean, I know how you get a concussion on a slip and slide, like by ramming your head into something, but like, how do you get a concussion on a slip and slide? Right. And also, oh how do you let three people get concussions? Yeah, that's concerning. It's a little sexist. Well, the women in this movie didn't, not that they did in the 40s, but like they weren't wearing any protective gear no, at all. No, none. Oh my nope. God. Goodness. Um, so I wanted to, I should have said this after I talked about Philip Wrigley, because my next fact is about the guy that played... Walter Harvey, the chocolate man, that was actually played by Penny Marshall, the female director, mind you, woohoo, go women, <laughs> um, Penny Marshall's brother, Gary Marshall, played Walter Harvey. And this was because it was like a last minute dropout. The original actor like couldn't shoot the scene or whatever. And so they're like, well, I'll just call my brother up and he'll no do it. Way. But he's also a famous director, which I did not know, and maybe you do. Um, he has directed Pretty Woman, Runaway Bride, Princess Diaries, and like a ton of other really, really good films. All, so, I was going to say all really, really, really Very good films. films. Yeah. So it clearly runs in the family. And so, yeah. that's And he played uh, a really good role, too. Yeah, he did really, really well. I wouldn't... I mean, asshole. But like, you did it really well. Right. But he acted it very well. Right, exactly. Much like Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was a very good asshole. Yes, that's absolutely true. So, like, go brothers then. All right, right? brother. You rock yeah, too. <laughs> Shout out to Katie's brother. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, that chocolate man. Mm -hmm. Always makes me think of Willy Wonka. But that's a different one, too. Oh, that would be a crossover um, <laughs> for the ages. <laughs> um, I have another fun fact. And yes, it's kind of it. going back to concussions because apparently I really like injuries. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the – I don't know if you remember this part. The slide that Alice did, and Alice ended up being, like, the backup catcher for Dottie when she, you know, decided to run away to Oregon. Um, but that mm -hmm. slide that she did was was real. And that huge-ass bruise that she got, that big brush Don't burn, tell me that was real. Don't tell me that was real. It was real. Isn't that incredible? No. Isn't that terrible? That's awful. It's awful. And as somebody who played and had say, injuries tell and me the scoop. and all of that, like, oh my God, it makes me want to vomit. It hurts so bad for so long. And but she that was real. On she had nothing on. Nothing. That was on her bare leg. Yeah. Oh, and no. like we learned how to slide with like sliding pads and all of that. Um, and we were still afraid, but like, oh my God, I just wanted to hug her. Oh my God. I can't believe that was real. Is I still it, have that image it, of them right? like dabbing the ice pack on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No makeup. No makeup. Oh it was all God. real. You know, unless the internet's lying to me, but. <laughs> they, the internet they, never lies. No, they there's, said that this was true. So it's true. no lies on the internet Yeah, But all. that was like my biggest like, oh my God, that's, that's incredible. crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, my next fact that I found is actually about Miss Rosie O'Donnell. Um, she actually read for the role of Marla, which really? I feel 
I wouldn't have been mad about it, right? Like I think she would have done well. Mm-hmm. But then when she when Megan Cavanaugh, who is Marla in the movie, when she read, they were like, Nope, sorry, like this woman is perfect. They actually like created a new role for Rosie as Doris, which I think suits her so much better because of her accent and her Absolutely. like just natural gum chewing <laughs> attitude thing that she does. Yes. It is so very good. So I'm very happy that all of these characters were here. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So she wasn't supposed to be in the film. And I did learn that she, that scene where she throws the two baseballs, like that's actually her. Like throwing two balls at the same time. Yeah. At the exact same time she learned how to do it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's really hard. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. I mean, I have very small hands, so I don't even think I could hold two baseballs, let alone yeah. throw them accurately. So I'm like I... looking at my hand right now. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> oh, my God. But I do love baseball tricks, though. Actually, the one that she did in the movie with the bat, um, and she's like, oh, not counting. This I did about a year, not counting the two months I was in the hospital. Bat hit me in the head. You know that part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I tried that as a kid. I still do it. Anytime there's a bat in my hand, I play around with it and balance it. All because of her. So, like, oh, wow. go Doris Murphy. <laughs> I love it. She's a she's an icon, a true she icon. Is absolutely. She is a true icon. Oh my god, that's a really good fun fact. <laughs> do you have any more great fun facts? I do. I have one specifically. Um, that. The cow scene that you had talked about with John Lovitz and how like he's like, will you shut up? Well, fun fact about that, the the cow or there was a cow in the barn while they were shooting who was having a baby, having a little calf, (laughs) like giving birth. At this and at, at like this while he time. screams shut up at the cow, it's giving birth. <laughs> yes. That is the most sexist thing of this movie, Katie. That's why I wanted to say it. <laughs> Isn't that so, so good? Grumpy man John Lovett, who's playing this sexist asshole, yes. screams at a cow giving birth to shut up. Oh yes. man. Yeah. Oh man. And what I read was like he had no idea so it just oh, worked no. so but so it just worked so perfectly but he didn't know that this was happening they didn't know like any of the actors didn't know oh my gosh <laughs> all right i'll give it back to him then if he didn't know i know I just, right i thought you i thought you meant that he knew it was happening it's no like, oh he didn't God. know no and so he's like he ad-libbed i guess well that's what i read is that he ad-libbed a bunch of that stuff oh and that God. was one of them that's hilarious. Yeah. What I did read as one of my facts too is that that role was written with him in mind. And I think really? that's why he plays it so well is like they wrote it not for him, but they were thinking of him when they wrote it. Um, and so that's probably why he just is is so excellent as a sleazeball. <laughs> I could I could see that. He oh, mm-hmm. he really he played such a good role. I actually have a, a whole page of notes just like John Lovett's lines. Just oh like which is basically his entire script. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't have very many lines no. like, overall in no. the film. He but... shows up in the beginning and the end, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, but, but like, how cute when, um at the very end, when Marla um, says, like, oh, I think his name is Ernie. Um, Ernie, this is where you changed my life. And, like, he 
was such an asshole and she's like thanking him for being an asshole. I know. But then taking a chance on her. I don't yeah. know. Full I mean, at the circle. end he at the end he was finally persuaded to uh to take her even though her father ruined her whole oh, being. God, she by... he just like really gave her a fucked up face, didn't he? God, dad. <laughs> hate when dads do that. Damn it, dad. For giving me a fucked up face. Ah, I'm shaking my <laughs> fist at the sky right now. Oh and if she were a boy, he would have been in New York talking to the Yankees. Yeah. But oh <laughs> but darn. She's not. I, mm, I, I, have a I girl. screwed that up too. And I got, I've made a girl. Damn. Did that one wrong. Oh my ah, goodness. One job. one job. One job to be a boy. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other – I'm looking to see if I have any other fun facts. Uh, one of – well, a cool one is that all of the extras who played the fans um, when they were finally getting very, very good, there were like 1,700 extras who were there just watching these actors pretend to play baseball. Well, not even pretend. They like really played baseball. Right. Um, Rosie O'Donnell, I guess, called in a favor from like a stand-up comedian friend and – they performed and then Rosie O'Donnell and Tom Hanks because they were fairly popular at the time also performed for these extras for so they the like extra? got a free show oh my yeah. god How and like cool got to be that? in this movie so that's really really cool that's that they awesome were just performing. yeah that's super cool yeah and then I don't know if you know uh about the documentary um called A Secret Love it's on Netflix. Nope. I had not heard of this, so if you didn't, it's okay. No, I haven't. Um, it is a documentary on Netflix. Uh, it uncovers or tells the story of a secret relationship uh, between two female baseball players that were part of the AAGB, way too long of an <laughs> the acronym, acronym. The, the Girls Baseball League, um, because we were kind of talking about this earlier, but this idea of women should not be playing baseball because it will make them masculine. It will make them gay. Like mm-hmm. all these things that, you know, are such a sin. They're awful. Um, terrible, they're terrible, terrible, awful things. Um, these two women met through the league and uh, have been married for 71 years. No way. Terry, Terry Donahue and Pat Henschel. Um, so there is a, ne- a documentary on Netflix. I don't know if it is still there, but I have not seen it. I feel like this is very good viewing um, yeah. based on this movie, let alone whatever they talk about. They have some some cool stuff to say. So um, really interesting stuff. That is so awesome. No, I never heard of that. Yeah. I don't I don't know when it came out. I was just digging around and I found this whole – but I don't want to be like – not that it – I can be spoiled by a documentary based on a story that I kind of know, uh, but <laughs> I didn't want to dig too deep because, right. like, I want to, you know, I want to watch it. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's on Netflix, no and way. yeah, and so um, I don't know if these women, Terry Donahue and Pat Henschel, were part of this, but a lot of the women at the end of the movie in the Hall of Fame scene are actual alumni of of the AA blah blah oh BGL when when they're at so the darling. Hall of Fame. Yes. Oh my yeah. So God. a lot of those extras are actual alumni players, which is so, so very cool. That is super cool. Yeah. The other thing that drove me crazy, and I don't know if you knew this, I was I was confused to all hell watching this uh Hall of Fame scene because I was like, did they put makeup on Gina Davis to make her look older, or did they find an actress? Because she sounds like Gina Davis, mm-hmm. and she kind of looks like Gina Davis, and then the person who plays old Kit looks like the looks young like Kit, Kit with makeup. Yeah. Okay, 
get, one. What? Two, I don't, what are you doing? Both hit. I'm like, I was so like, and I don't even want to say angry because that's not the right, like, like emotional is the only word I have. So one, yes, old Dottie and old Kit are different actresses. They are not the same actresses that played the younger version of those characters. Mind blowing, especially the character that plays old Kit. Because yes, she looks oh my like God. twins. They look exactly alike. Yes. It's got to be her mom or something. Oh my like, God, there's no right? But then I found out because I was like, but this sounds like Gina Davis. It sounds they exactly like her. Because it is, Katie. They dubbed, they dubbed Gina's voice over the older actress. Are you serious? I was like, this is commitment to this bit here. <gasps> oh and apparently God. some of the other – they did it to some of the other peaches as well. They like dubbed over. I didn't notice it for anyone else maybe because i was just way too focused on the gina davis older character well she's the queen of diamonds so (laughs) she is and she's the only one who doesn't show up wearing an all-american girl sweatshirt because she's apparently (laughs) too good for that but whatever (laughs) but yeah so they dubbed over her gina davis's voice to like really sell it that she was the older version that is incredible right that's nuts it's it's bonkers. And so it I do want to do a deeper dive on the actress that played old Kit and young Kit and see if they share a lineage because there is no <laughs> way they're not related. No, seriously. And and if they're not related, then somebody did some crazy stuff with makeup. Like very good makeup it's like work. Like face off. They both have, Man. Yeah, like the big eyes and like they both have like a larger like pointed nose. Like it's just <laughs> uncanny. It is. It is uncanny. That that's a great fun fact. Yeah, those were those were my my fun facts. Your fun facts were great. Oh well, thanks. We've learned so much, and we have. I'm I'm just so happy I got to do this with you and play some baseball and fight sexism because <laughs> that's <a thing>. go women, <laughs> go women. Screw them boys, but not like how I said said that. <laughs> Just go women. (laughs) Thank you so much, Katie, for being on the show. You are the MVP. Don't forget, you can support the show over at patreon.com slash Jackie Watches Stuff or check the link in the show notes. You can also find a link to our merch store there too. And find us on Twitter. We're at Jackie Watches and on Facebook, Jackie Watches Stuff Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Next week, I'll be watching Sleepless in Seattle.